A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash spoken today. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Ready to start talking to your kids about financial literacy? Meet Greenlight, the debit card and money app that teaches kids and teens how to earn, save, spend wisely, and invest with your guardrails in place. Parents can send instant money transfers, automate allowance, and more. Plus, keep an eye on spending with real-time notifications. Join more than 6 million parents and kids building healthy financial habits together on Greenlight. Get your first month free at greenlight.com slash ACAST. That's greenlight.com slash ACAST. You're listening to The Sexy Unique Podcast. And I'm your host, Laura Marie Shanghals. I would like to welcome back a special guest. You may have heard of him. You may have not ever heard of him, but he's here. It's Ryan O'Connell. Someone was begging me to come on to finish the podcast. <laughs> felt like it was incomplete without my commentary. This is uh, categorically untrue. I'm going to say this is fake, fake news. news. Um, a false narrative, if you will. Yeah, uh-huh. Kellyanne O'Connell. <laughs> Kellyanne O'Connell. <lol. laughs> That's me. Your new nickname. It's my drag name. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, I just felt like it's good to have a balance because later on we're going to have a special guest who has never, ever been. Oh, am I, am I on first? Yeah. Weird. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Top build talent. Yeah, what can I, I say? Okay. Yeah, so I, I feel like it's good to balance it with a guest who's. Who knows what the fuck he's talking about. Yeah, who's like familiar with the Vanderpump yeah. Rules world and then a guest who's just like a tragic victim that I subjected to this awful, awful universe. Yes. Um, so this episode I felt like didn't like a lot happen, but then weirdly not a lot happened. I mean, you say that, but I was on the edge of my seat. (laughs) It's still, I still, what else is new? You live for this show more than I do. That's not true. You, it is true. That is like actually not true. What it is. Yeah, I'm like, I'll be like, I'm over this show. And you'll be like, babe, did you watch You Vander- never fucking say that. You always text me the day after or call me and you're like, babe, did you watch Vando? Did you watch Vanderpump? Did you watch well, Vanderpump Rules? it's like Pools? your job that no one pays you for <laughs> to do this podcast. It's more of like a duty than a job at this point. Yeah. It's a responsibility. A duty to fans. <laughs> it's true. I have to do it for them. I know. They true. demanded this. I'm giving <laughs> them what they want. Um, I like this episode a lot. I mean... 
I really like New Orleans, so it's a very special place for me. Yeah. And so to see them invade my sacred space, I was a little triggered. <laughs> what was weird for me is that I was in New Orleans last weekend and visited a lot of the places that they visited. What? Yeah. Like where? We went to Pat O'Brien's for an engagement party, which was actually oh, really fun. Wow. And I had I drank hurricanes all weekend. You did? You yeah. were really sick, though. I was really sick, but I powered through. Oh. Uh, I mean, wow. I was sick with a cold, not like... Right. But, yeah. Okay. Wow. I mean, it was great because then you just can't taste anything. You're just like drinking right. grain alcohol. Yum, 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 yum. Yeah. But yeah. also it's like I those drinks, you can have two and then you're just good to go for the rest of the night. Yeah. I don't really like those drinks. They're like too headachey. I'm like hungover they, Normally I'm just like not into it, but when in Rome. Mm-hmm. Um, so, so, but it was a weird parallel. I ha- often have those kinds of parallel journeys with the show where I'm like, Am I garbage too? Um, and well, I have babe, to really check myself. You do because I have to check in with you because I'm <laughs> literally like, hey, nee. you went to Fratelli's when we first met. I know, but that's fine. I don't go anymore. I, I went there to stalk the Dancing with the Stars, which people. is another layer of garbage. I know, but I don't even watch that show anymore. Good. Randomly, <laughs> I think the last time I was at Fratelli's was the time I ran into Kristen and Sheena there, and that's um, when I knew it was. Weren't like they having like a bottomless true. mimosa brunch at like Tuesday at two p.m.? Yeah, they were like <laughs> boozing and losing <laughs> <Yikes>. <laughs> midday, but I loved it. Yeah, I love that for them. It was a moment where I could. Can you imagine like waking up at like one p.m. on a Tuesday and be like, you know, what I'm fucking craving Fratelli's bottomless mimosa? I really can't because <laughs> I, one thing I did this weekend, which I never really do anymore, is I daydream. Drank. I like had like a slushy. What? Yeah. I oh, had, in New Orleans. In New Orleans, yeah, yeah, I had like enough. a Vacation. to go slushy, like a roadie, yeah. uh-huh. and a pina colada, my fave. Mm, and so it was so delicious, but it also made me pretty drunk. Yeah. And then I was like devastatingly tired. Like I was like I could. Well, you don't really move. drink anymore either. So like you were drinking for the first time in a while. I'm just such a straight edge now. I know. I'm a little homebody. You won't drink with me. <laughs> no. <laughs> it's okay. <laughs> um, <laughs> so yeah, there were like red flag moments where I was like, "Am I like them?" But then I realized, no, I'm not. No, you're not. So it's fine. No. Um, but this episode was basically like. What I love about love and hate about the women on this show is that even though it's supposed to be like someone else's moment, they all use it to just make it about themselves. Yeah. So like it opens with Stassi just like packing up for New Orleans, being like on the floor, practically like it's crying about how much like, panic they single. felt. But no, it's amazing how much the panic they felt. They're like, we don't want to let Katie down. I've never met women who are so invested in a wedding before. Like they're literally like, if this doesn't go right, falls all on me. And I'm like, who cares? <laughs> I'm literally like, they're going to be divorced in two days. Yeah. Like, uh, I don't know if you tuned in, yeah. but this like relationship, I don't think is built to last. Well, their, their animosity towards each other, Katie and Schwartz is really building. And it feels so lol to me that even after all that we've seen, they get married in like three weeks and we're supposed to be excited about that. And we're supposed to like imagine it as like a, genuine good decision like either they're really building to this wedding where they're gonna play it and edit it as though it's the most beautiful right. meaningful will, like gorgeous thing that's ever happened to anyone right but like right now all of this lead up is souring me to the point where i'm like i feel even bad like talking about it um all well, those imagine not, it's like for tom and katie though but to, like, like watch it like, they're married now and like imagine like 
rewatching these episodes being like, yikes. Like, I, I mean, Katie's probably like, together forever. But, like, Schwartz is probably like, cool. Like, maybe I should not have married her. I mean, uh, I don't he know. seems to be fairly wishy-washy as he has been for their entire relationship. Well, that's his whole personality, and that's why, again, it's a, it's a dynamic that where he's, like, passive. He has, like, putting for a backbone, and Katie is aggressive. And, you know, basically two wrongs <laughs> make a wrong. <laughs> and it's just, I don't know. It's like, I feel like he's so fucking passive, and only someone so passive can put up with that kind of bullshit. Yeah, yeah. You know? I mean, I get that. Yeah. But also... I don't know. Like Molly was bringing up a good point in the last episode of SUP where she was like, Katie's actually been through so much. If you think about like all the shit that she's had to go through with him being like very TBD on the commitment side of things. Yeah. But I feel like anyone, any normal person would have like bounced a long time ago, but she has put so much into this relationship like, where it's, like, basically, like, she's invested too much time where she's, like, I'm not walking away right now. I've already invested years of my life. I'm not going to be single again. I feel like where she's, like, no. Yeah. This wedding's too important to me. It's what the wedding symbolizes for her life and, like, buying into, like, the wedding industrial complex, basically. Like, where she's, like, I will get married because I want to get married. And honestly, like, Tom, you better shut the fuck up and just get along with it. I'm, like, that's not what a wedding should be like. Can you imagine having to, like, defend your relationship like this? Like no, to, I mean, act, it's to really like crazy. look back and have to yeah. be like, wow, we were at each other's throats. I yeah. acted like a dog off the leash. Like, yeah. then what? Well, they're just so not well matched. And I think that will, you know, I mean, they'll get divorced, I think, unless. Do you think Katie she's going to get pregnant? Baby. Yeah, I think she might trap him a little bit. You know, lay a trap. <laughs> <laughs> a booby trap. <laughs> like, she might, she might do that. And then. I don't think Tom would have the courage to leave that situation. That situation. So she's got him forever. Like he's on lockdown. But I feel like. But also, he'll continue to cheat and all that stuff. And I think. I mean, I'm sure he's always cheated. Yeah. I mean, age. my thought is if you're in a monogamous relationship where the deal is that you guys are always supposed to fuck each other and there's no one else, and then you've like shaken hands or do yeah. whatever you do but then someone keeps repeatedly stepping outside of that it's like yeah. a sign that maybe you're not supposed to be in this relationship no i can imagine like getting cheated on over and over again and being like anyways let's pick out like flowers for our wedding and also like the making out thing is such a lie no one just makes no. out with someone else no, ever he'd he be fucking he's fucking uh, yeah he loathes her he honestly like he looks at her like he truly hates her and i think she kind of hates him too yeah i think they like hate each other for sure every one of their interactions too is like so sad to watch because it gets to a point where it's like it's the kind of couple where everything the other person says like pisses oh the resentment is so high yeah there's so much resentment so he's like let me take my shoes off and she's like Ew, don't what hear the shoes. Fuck? Like, your what the shoes. Fuck? That reminds me of a time in 2009 when you did that fucking thing with your shoes. Like, literally, like, they're too cute. Like, they keep score. Honey. And, like, and then he's like, let's drink out of the bottle of vacation. She's like, ew, gross. No. And, like, it's everything. Just, like, everything. It's triggering. Everything's triggering. There's a no law. There's always a trigger warning on their giant relationship. Sometimes I feel like it's hard because it's now, like, knowledge of their non law relationship has permeated my relationship where sometimes I'm like, Am I being tequila, Katie? Like, well, I feel... No. Uh. <laughs> well, you don't have tequila to blame it for. You just have your periods and your mood swings. 
<laughs> but I will enter. Your period is your tequila. It is. No tequila necessary. When you're on your period, it's like fucking shots, shots, Ew, shots, 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 shots. Yeah, your menstrual period Lara. Lara. Yeah, you're menstruating Lara. And I it's am. Literally that you're like tequila Katie in HD. <laughs> like literally, I'm like, you're fucking tequila Katie on like steroids, on crack, on meth, on heroin. You're like. I reach such a non-lol zone and I, this show actually helped me realize it because I have. It is truly when I'm on my period, I'm like, I'm literally. Everything's a trigger. Literally, like, you can't do anything right. It's comical how scary it is. Because in my day-to-day life, my lol levels are yeah, high. high. And yeah. then they dip down to negative lols where it's just like there's nary a lol to be found. Yeah. And and you can try to bring lols, but you will shut the door on the lols. Yeah. And you're like, no, thank And you. that's my version of Tequila Katie. Yeah. But now I have awareness of it thanks to having to watch Katie and Tom interact pain their painful yeah. interactions like all season and so now i'm like hyper aware of my own But is it like a heterosexual thing to bicker that much i feel like heterosexual couples like get off on fighting like i see you and your boyfriend bicker and i feel like you like kind of you guys both like get off on the bickering it's like a verbal spar yeah it's like a whole like mm, 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 mm. but i mean like theirs is just like a different journey i mean it's not bickering it's like it's like, blown, full, like fighting you I hate you. Let's figure out the corsage. Can you imagine whatever. going to a pool party and then just being like, ooh, in the corner well, first for of all, like hours? I can't imagine hours. going to a pool party in Azusa. <laughs> and if I did, I would probably be in the corner pouting like Katie was because I'd have to go to Azusa. Now, let's talk about I love Sheena. Let's talk about Sheena going being, rogue well, all, and being like, oh, we're going to go to New Orleans after all? Well, then I'm just going to throw like a pre-bridesmaid, well, first of all, like, pre-bachelorette. Sheena claiming to be an L.A. native when she's from Azusa, which like... I know LA very well. Like Azusa is neither here nor there. Like literally, I don't know where Azusa is actually. Like, is it in Riverside? Like, it's not near here. And she was like, she literally said at one point, she's like, "This is how we do it in Azusa." And I'm like, "What? Take hits from a crack pipe? Like, what is this?" <laughs> like literally, I'm like, "This is how we do it in Azusa." It looked really hot. Azusa. I'm like, this is a nightmare. It looked really hot there. Yeah, planes, which trains, and automobiles may- to would get make there. like um, good wet pool party weather but then it also just like it was like are they spending the night here do they have to drive back like don't all their dark shithole apartment complexes have pools (laughs) i feel like so i feel like with every dark apartment complex there's a pool yeah and i bet between like all of them they have 20 pools (laughs) so i don't know why they have to travel to azusa by, like, fucking planes, trains, and automobiles to get there, like, to get a pool. That was but a also, troll on Sheena's part. It's funny because I feel like they are so good at getting sponsors now because they're, like, reality show famous. So the whole thing was kind of pimped out. It was, like, they had, like, a tiki bar sign. They had, like, full alcohol. They have like, a full bar. Like, they, like, get weird sponsors, I think, for these parties. For they get shit. I mean, they make money at this point. Yeah. They get shit for free. Like, they, they, like and it's funny. They but all what use the I'm wondering ads. is like, okay, so that episode where Katie and Tom had to like meet with their crypt keeper prenup lawyer and yeah, like, and they, had, like $2. and they said like, oh, I have $200 in my checking account. Yeah, That's a lie, they, that right? That was kind of a lie, but it felt real. So I'm like, maybe they've gotten to be good actors because they have money. They do. Yeah. They have money. Like, they have more than But $200. do you think that that's like they're just trying to hide it or do you think the producers are like edi- I, do you I think honestly people don't are know. editing around what they're I was, saying? I was thinking about that because that that prenup scene seemed really genuine. Like it seemed But, but it, it also but it's was not. like a heavy duty troll if it was real. 
Like well, if that was the real know. state they're, of their, their financial affairs. Very, their money is really weird. And then like, you know, Jack's cards always get declined. But then he's like, then he says the other night, he was like, well, I spend a lot of money. Which I kind of believe. Yeah. I mean, I believe that he spends a lot of money. I'm so unclear. I don't know. Their and I think that everyone's trying to keep us in the dark at this if point. If I could see their like B of A like, accounts, I would literally come all over myself. Because literally other... <laughs> Their finances. You've been wanting to do this me. FBI investigation for years. Me. I want to know how much they have, where it comes from, because I know they make money. I know they do. They're like famous reality. They stars. do all their they Instagram sponsors. Do you, okay? So I follow them all on from Sex Unique podcast Ugh, account. I don't. And so sometimes I'll check the feed, and it's so funny because like they all will on the very same day do their like diff eyewear posts. What's their diff eyewear? They like promote this like shitty eyewear company called diff eyewear where they all wear the same sunglasses that are literally kill yourself sunglasses. And then they're like, use my promo code, like Katie and Tom to get 20% off your diff eyewear order. But they don't get a lot of money for that. I I think they do because those eyewear things paid for their entire wedding, which was like 50 grand. What? Yeah. Wait, so then what's the whole storyline though of that? Them making sure they stay in a budget. I don't understand. It's just like it's just it's like how to add tension. I feel like my. But it be- seemed real though. They're I know, to be but like babe, I think that this then. season is like really produced. It's having like a produced feeling that's reminding me of the hills almost, where it's like because well, their lives are getting too. They're getting too famous. Tbh. Yeah, but again, they're getting too famous. But the friendships are genuine. And they will always have bad taste, no matter how much money they have. So I think those two things will always stay true. Yeah. Like Jonathan, my boyfriend, was watching it with me last night, and he doesn't like watching Vanderpump Rules because it's too dark for him. Mm-hmm. He prefers watching Real Housewives of Beverly Hills because literally nothing happens. That's why he likes it. <laughs> and I'm like, I'm like, this episode was nothing happened. They went to brunch, and someone might have said hello to the wrong person, and then that was it. And that like fueled the drama for the next four episodes. And he was like, no, no, I like that. I, he's like, I like that. Just literally nothing happened. So Vanderpump is too dark for him. But even last night he was saying, he was like, um, when he saw Jax get upset and stuff like that, he's like, well, these friendships are real. And I'm like, yeah, they're real. I mean, yeah. they have history. Like, they do. And they always will. But yeah. I'm like. But the finances are always an inconvenient truth. Like, I know, but I would just rather they actually, I mean, I guess after a certain point you have to like do produced like segments or whatever. Well, it's like when Lauren Conrad was like interning at like like Teen Vogue while like selling dresses at Kohl's. You're like, honey, no. Yeah. But see with them though. Like, don't like it when things don't add up. I know. I know. It's like, honey, I need to see the receipts. Because I, like I said, I think they're making real money. You know what I mean? Yeah. But I did love like when like a Tom and Ariana's trash sheep they like put the microwave on <laughs> like oh my god i mean that's real yeah that's real like that and i believe that they're saving up for a house i mean but again i think they probably have like 200 grand in the bank they must yeah they're probably banking and saving a lot of money living in that apartment smart actually. they have like no electrical bill because they can't even turn it on because it would cause like a wire fire but also burn like, the entire the building they're gonna buy is gonna be like not good we'll you know see I mean? they'll like move to Reseda. <laughs> like, ser- they're not no, gonna seriously. move to Reseda. Yeah, they might. They're not moving to Reseda. <laughs> to Reseda. Um, <laughs> they're gonna stay in no, LA. They can't afford anything o- like, uh, over babe, this side of the hill. If they move to Reseda, then they're like done. Then they'll move to like Sherman Oaks or like Granada Hills, TV or like Northridge. <laughs> babe, I'm not kidding you. I like predict right. this. It's in my crystal ball. Like. They're going to move somewhere You have crystal balls saying some predictions like that, because I am not buying it. Um, what do you think they're going to do? Like, get a 
charming craftsman bungalow in Atwater Village? Yes. No, absolutely not. That's like that's way above their. I taste think Ariana has level. like a taste level that's above everyone else's. She had horses. I it's just you, different. I think Ariana is literally like the queen compared to like everyone else. And I think people put her to the standard that's not necessarily real. Like compared to everyone else, yes, she's literally the queen. She's smarter. She gets it. Like da da da. But like, it's just because she's around literal go- goblins. Like, <laughs> like she's literally around trash goblins, and she's like not a trash goblin. So in comparison, she just shines bright like a diamond. Yeah. And she, like, but you know, in the land of the blind, the yeah non goblin is queen. I mean, it's kind of <laughs> chic. Like she kind of like she looks so good comparatively yeah it's like she, and i think she's smart enough to know that and make that work she's for smart her enough to know that but her. she's not smart enough to not be in a fucking reality show i know but what blows my mind too is that like i think everyone's catching wind and, of that and, and, and it, tom sandoval her status like on the show and within this group of friends now fucks with like every other woman on this show aside from like kind of sheena but well, like ariana Katie, has what every girl wants which she truly gives no fucks and literally, those women on that show, they give all the fucks. They actually took all the fucks in Los Angeles and had to import them from, like, Portland and, like, fucking Texas because they literally took all the fucks in California. <laughs> like, they give the most fucks out of anyone ever met. And Ariana is like, anyways, I give no fucks. And they're like, confident woman. He's like, what's her secret? Also, I hate her. Wait, he- but didn't you think it was sad when Katie was like, he just always hangs out with Ariana and like, what do I have to do? Like be thinner, like be Wait, blonder. She said that? Yes. At the beginning of the episode, oh, she was remember. like getting so upset how Tom quote, doesn't have her back. And then she was like comparing herself to Ariana. And I Ooh, was just like, dark. Oh my God, this just like dropped me into like a darker space than I've ever known because it's like, she would think that it's just, well, Ariana, but the thing is like, Ariana is no, no, like the cool girl. I like, know, but Katie would just boil it down to like, it's a looks thing right. rather than like a self-reflective, yeah. like maybe God, God forbid she actually gets out the magnifying glass. I know. And, and it, that's, what's crazy about her and makes her so unlikable and makes it really hard as a viewer to have any sympathy for her is because she views everything on such a surface level that it's like when anyone's like hey maybe you should go to therapy or like mm-hmm. maybe you should like look within it's just like no like why would I ever do that like bleh. like and she really does I think truly believe that it's like oh Tom doesn't take my side because I'm like bigger than this other girl or like less attractive yeah, than that's her and that's like crazy that's crazy me. that's not but real. like also like Ariana triggers all of them because like very insecure women look at um Ariana, and they see her as the, the cool girl. Kind of like, did you ever read um, Gone Girl? Duh. Yeah. No, never heard of it. Yeah, right. Exactly. <laughs> what? Well, you might have seen girl? the movie, but you read the book, right? I read the book okay, and yeah. saw the movie. Yeah, the movie sucks. Anyway, the book's actually really good. I love the book. Yeah, I love the book. And um, they describe the cool girl. Like, you know, Amy, like the character of Amy was like trying to like be like, whatever. And that's kind of Ariana. And to any other girl who's like really insecure, like that's sort of triggering because they're just like they see ariana you know just like floating through life like getting along with everybody and they're just like what like it just it like chills them to their bones because they like can't ever be okay with themselves to just be fucking chill 
Yeah. And be normal and just like get along with people mm-hmm. because they have, they carry on so much hate. And okay, well, so, and it's all, they are, the drama and stuff feeds them. So yeah. it's like when they you're constantly it. searching after that or like focusing on other things or just trying to make it all about you all the time. It's like someone like that is going to come along and it's going to piss you off because it's a polar opposite about how you conduct yourself. Yeah. This episode was really interesting because everyone was really vulnerable, including Jax, lol. But uh, Stassi, Stacy, Stacy, Stacy. I'm not even calling her Stassi Stasis. Anymore. Stasis. Oh my god, yes. Okay, <laughs> so Stasis was like really, really insecure this episode. I mean, she's been insecure all season, but like she, she was like, you look at her the wrong way. She just starts weeping in this episode, and I thought that was really interesting. And I like, I don't know why I'm always surprised by how insecure Stassi is because. Anyone that's that evil and like preys on everybody else is obviously thinks they're thinks inside that they're a big pile steaming like piece of shit. Yeah. And like no wonder they're just like a gaping wound of insecurities. Like why am I surprised that she's like weeping literally at every turn in this episode? I know, but I'm also just like I'm so annoyed by her narrative. Like I get it. Breakups but are also, hard. But also I don't and, get like, it. I don't sucks, feel bad for her. But I don't feel bad. Like, and I'm like, I'm like you like, channel this grief into just hatred towards other women. I know, like, but I'm also it. just like you're so such a fucking whiner. Like you're whining all the time and being annoying about it by being but like, also, like I don't want to see like couples kissing oh, in front of me. That is so high school. Just like that, shut no, the that is fuck literally up. Like, don't wave at your boyfriend. I'm going through a breakup. I'm like, are we in literal high school where like if you're unhappy, everyone else needs to be unhappy too? It is so sophomoric. But also like again, like I don't feel bad for her at all because I'm literally like, you take all this pain and you just turn it into rage towards women. And it, like and you just want to be Queen B. And that all comes from just insane insecurity and if you go through life still thinking of yourself that way like you're going to be always in these situations where you're getting your heart broken by like weird men because you never took care of yourself you never kept your, your you know your side of the street clean you're just like you don't deal with your shit and like again like you take this pain and you just turn it into hatred and it's like not that's not working for you yeah like, and you just clearly. troll other people with all your you do whining. is troll because you're in pain and you're angry and you just take it out on other people and instead of actually looking within and being like, oh, gee, I wonder why I'm, you know, single or what, whatever. Like, you don't, again, there's no introspection. I also loved <laughs> how she's like, Patrick just like didn't want to hang out with Jackson. That's why he wouldn't hang out with any of my friends. And it's like, uh, I can probably tell you like five reasons why he didn't want to hang out with any of your friends. I know. Because y'all awful. are garbage. I know. I'm kind of interested in like Patrick's side of the story. I know. I mean tbd i'm sure he's no saint but like i'm just i'm like i'm so over stassi's like see i'm single narrative because i I, I also feel like she's trying to position herself to get like a dating show or like her own oh, yeah, spinoff maybe. i think because it's just God, harping stassi oh. oh spare me it's like Yikes. that's like patty stanger level for me i know juicy goosey i can't take it <laughs> i can't do it really juicy goosey down there i'm triggered <laughs> I love Patty Singer so fucking much. Because she she's is my queen. you. No, she's a goddamn nightmare. Yeah, but she's a she's, goddamn drag queen. She nightmare. literally is you as a woman. That is insane. That's true. That's so fucking triggering. <laughs> so fucked That's up. true. You think I'm Vicky Gumbleson too? You I'm are. I kind of cop to because Vicky. you're like I kind of cop to Vicky. You're so high drama. Vicky loves the drama, but like also I feel like I love the drama the way Vicky does. But Vicky does not own any of her shit, and she denies and denies. And I own. Yeah, you own. I it. own. Yeah, 
I'm like pretty open, but she doesn't. She'll like Vicky will be like, I wish you were dead, and someone will be like, Why do you just say that? She goes, I never said anything. What are you talking about? Like she like denies immediately. I know, but you love you're like always in other people's business. I used to be, not as much anymore. I've you been, still I've, are. I've learned the hard way <laughs> through that. The meddling. You I used to meddle a lot. Yeah. But that's why I'm just saying myself. like your spirit women are yeah, like a patty, patty Vicky. Vicky. Yeah, I agree. That trip looks so horrible. There's well, they're, nothing They're upgraded, fun. like, suite where I'm like, is this literally a Motel 6? Like, I was like, this looks like a fucking, like, trash shoot. And then they're like, forced to call Lisa and do, like, a thank you ugh. phone call. They're like, thank you, Lisa, for paying, like, 129 for, like, the upgrade <laughs> on this room. Which, by the way, isn't big enough to carry all our resentments. So we need to upgrade, actually, because our, hat- our hatred is seeping through the walls and guests are trying to complain. <laughs> <laughs> so we actually need we need our own state. But then, like, everyone's <laughs> crying at the, like, at the drinks thing. Like, Katie storms off after Sandoval's like, maybe you should get therapy. And she's like, I, I don't want to have all my shit thrown I'm, in my face. I'm here to have fun with my husband, who I hate. What's wrong with you? I know. And then she just, like stomps off and then Stassi just like sits down. I just thought it was really weird for her to confront Jax in front of Brittany. I loved it. You would love it. I mean I loved it. Like I also totally understand like Brittany's point of view where it's like wow my like possible borderline sociopath boyfriend just showed emotion for the first time and it was not towards me. Yeah. I mean that sucks. But also honey what did you expect? What did you expect? Have you ever I watched know. a show? You're on a show called Vanderpump Rules. Ever you heard met of it? it through, you met it through Instagram. So something tells me They're you like, watched the show. That paper you signed like, yeah. and the paycheck that you get and the cameras that are rolling are all for the show called Vanderpump Rules that Jax has been on for five seasons. Like, Google it. I'm just, I'm done with like her. The having, naivete. Yeah. Well, uh, you I know, love it, but I, I love also her, am though, done with because it. Because she's, she's always herself. Like, that girl could not read a script literally to save her life like she couldn't like learn how to be like produced or like be like directed i feel like she's just kind of not smart enough for it so i think she makes really good tv in that way yeah she's always herself like she's always just being britney and i love that for her yeah stassi just gets drunk and like they goes all off so the rails drunk. but stassi is now in a state where she gets drunk and gets completely overboard emotional they are fragile like literally everyone is fragile they reach peak, peak fragility fragile. yeah yeah they're literally like, you look at them cross-eyed they're like sobbing <sighs> they're like no it's amazing it's stassi like, you get two cocktails in her and then she's like i just feel like <laughs> i don't like why did you do that to me and it's yeah. just like what the fuck are you talking about? I like, love it. Are, I was supposed These to be at a party. badass bitches who like terrorize Los Angeles with their bullshit. They're all just like go into a corner and sob quietly. Yeah. Real powerhouses. <laughs> like real strong women. <laughs> like literally. You can catch me crying in a corner. <laughs> Whoever threw those beads at Katie's face did the Lord's work. <laughs> <laughs> that was amazing. Also, Incredible. I'm sorry. Like as a New Orleans native. For, like, her to take them to bourbon it feels like a troll. Yeah, I'm like, I'm like are honey, you from here? Yeah, exactly. But you know what, though? She's from there, but she, like, still goes to bourbon, and she, like, still loves it. Like, not ironically. Yeah. You know what I mean? She's like, this is the fucking greatest street bourbon. Like, literally, no one knows about it, but it's so good. I'm excited for I, next 
episode where we finally get to see Kristen, like crazy Kristen, rear her ugly head again. Well, first of all, I really like any episode, and this is a this is really uh, featured in Real Housewives too of people arguing while in costume. Like, I feel like literally these costume things happen because they just know they want people to be in a fight while looking ridiculous. And I think they're in drag next week, so they are fighting literally in drag, which is instant lols. Yeah. Like, it's going to be iconic. Lols. It's iconic. Like, just seeing the preview, I, like, pissed my pants laughing. I, like, literally, like, they're in earnest, like, having these fights where, like, they're wearing, like, 12-inch heels and, like, fake eyelashes and, like, wigs. And it's... Just beyond. The best is Sandoval being like, look at him. He's a battered wife. And then it like fans <laughs> over to Schwartz, like just sitting on the bed being like, oh. Yeah. I was like. He is a battered me. wife. I know. I was like, just guts. Let's get through this like filler episode. And like, I'm over all their like dramatic shit. And like, let's get to the real I did meat. not think this was filler. It I think was felt really filler. You have to like look at the glass. I don't care ball. about watching 20 minutes of them like packing. I can watch them do anything. And I don't really care about like Stassi's like I'm sing I'm so single like it's just like feels I don't know. very any fake opportunity to me. for her to look pathetic I thrive because I'm literally like oh my life source I love seeing these people get like taken down a peg um, because like, Stassi thinks she's the shit when she literally can't like make it through literally twenty minutes of the day without sobbing. Another dark journey for me is Sheena and Shay like celebrating their anniversary and then trying like, to keep up the charade that yeah, they the are raid. <laughs> yeah that they're the like sh- still together and things are great and they've never been better and like oh my god the charade got it no, okay, honey i'm trying i'm workshopping you're really drunk i'm work- i know <laughs> she called me she's like can you do my podcast i was like i'm kind of drunk already but okay i was like, like perfect wo- i like wobbled over here and she's baiting me mm-hmm. she's getting me like gretchen naked wasted like in the oc <laughs> <laughs> she's like we're gonna get ryan naked wasted tonight <laughs> <laughs> so scary it is scary um yeah i'm like I hear like the funeral dirges of Sheena and Shay's relationship, and I'm like, it must be just so embarrassing to have to like be. Like, well, Shay's like Shay's like barely conscious as usual. Yeah, like, Shay's she, literally, like, literally like, props him up. Like he's like weakened at Bernie's. Like, it's like weakened at Shay. He basically doesn't even speak. No, I know. He's like we're filming. Also, did you catch like Jack's throwing epic shade? Yeah, about being like if I wanted to get marriage advice from Sheena, I might as well ask for sobriety advice from Shay. Yeah. My theory has always been that he's like still getting fucked up. Oh, he's it's totally still camera. getting fucked up. And Sheena's like about the sobriety is a total lie. It's yeah. It's a total lie. Sheena's all about appearances. She's all about keeping up with the Joneses, making sure everyone thinks that she's in the perfect relationship. She like sweeps things under the rug. And then when that rug gets full, she buys a new rug. And then all of a sudden she has like a house full of rugs, full of shit. Yeah. <laughs> You know what I mean? It's not looking good for them. <laughs> well, no, they're divorced. <laughs> so I would say it's not. The writing is on the wall. <laughs> yeah. Well, the writing's already been published in People and Us Weekly. They're getting divorced. Yeah. yeah so. Uh, yeah. Well. God bless those crazy kids. I know. <laughs> Gee, will they ever find love dot 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 with themselves? <laughs> <laughs> I have a new hot date for them. Themselves. <laughs> Maybe they can learn how to like themselves and end up with the right person. No, Just but then they, we wouldn't have the show. And like... I know. And I need it. So you know what? Keep on making so many mistakes. And I'll keep on watch, like watching from my comfy new West Elm couch. I'm happy. <laughs> 
Uh, well, thanks as always for giving me your two cents. Oh, uh, as if I had a choice. <laughs> Ryan's corner. <laughs> I know. Let me tell you a thing or two. This is actually Throwback Thursday because in the earlier seasons of this podcast, I used to like we used to live together, and I used to like get drunk in my room alone and then come out and come and, and terrorize like, everybody. Terrorize everybody. I know, but I like it. And guess what? I guess fans liked it too. I don't know. <laughs> Weird. <Just> keep requesting <laughs> me. <laughs> Bye. It only makes me stronger. <laughs> Good night. Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash spoken today. The weather's getting warmer, so it's time to say goodbye to jackets and sweaters and hello to shorts and tees. I'm trying to update my wardrobe for the long haul without spending a fortune. Luckily, I found Quince. Now I've got a lineup of timeless pieces that keep me looking effortlessly chic year after year. Like premium European linen dresses, blouses and shorts from $30, washable silk tops, timeless 14 karat gold jewelry, and so much more. The best part is that all Quince items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands. By partnering directly with top factories, Quince cuts out the cost of the middleman and passes the savings on to us. And Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing practices and premium fabrics and finishes. I love that. I'm planning a trip to Italy this summer, and I'm trying to stock up on lots of linen wear for the hot Italian days. And Quince is a great option for linen dresses, pants. Their styles are really comparable with other brands that cost two to three times more. So I'm perusing Quince and having myself a little bit of a shopping spree. Get warm weather ready with Quince. Go to quince.com slash sexy unique for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash sexy unique to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Quince.com slash sexy unique. A new quarter brings new goals, but what about your skincare goals? Small, easy changes in your routine can have amazing results, and your secret weapon should be Dime Beauty. Dime Beauty is clean, high end skincare that is affordable and it really works. Dime didn't sacrifice performance just to make it clean either. And when I say clean, Dime is 100% transparent about every single ingredient, so you can use their products daily with confidence. I have been using Dime Beauty's TBT Cream and their Dewy Daily Cream. TBT Cream is a retinol alternative that I put on at night before I go to bed, and it's actually been making my skin look glowy and snatched if I do say so myself. I've noticed that, and I think our listeners have noticed too, because I've been picking up on a bunch of TikTok comments that have been like, you're glowing recently. So hats off to Dime. No one has time to remember the order of a 10-step skincare routine. The work system 
from Dime Beauty has everything you need in one powerful package. It includes a gentle cleanser, a toner, two incredible serums, and two luxurious moisturizers. Plus, my favorite, Dime's TBT cream is finally back in stock. Check that out while you're there. Dime has over 2 million happy customers, and their product reviews are literally all five stars. This year, love your skin again. Go to dimebeautyco.com now and unlock your discount. That's dimebeautyco.com. Um, so today... My name's Ed. <laughs> <laughs> today I wanted to do something a little bit different um, for Last our listeners. name's Drosty. <laughs> I wanted to have a friend who's never, ever watched a single episode of Vanderpump Rules or like really any reality TV show and just like drop him in. I've only seen one episode of I Am Kate. That's it. <laughs> You've never seen any Real Housewives. Nope. You've never seen Vanderpump Rules until nope. now. You've never seen Keeping Up with the Kardashians. Nope. I watched Survivor back in the OG days. And I'm <laughs> sort of a fan of The Amazing Race because I love travel. <laughs> so your tastes are like more like late 40s or highbrow reality. What's highbrow reality? I guess like Amazing Race is for thinkers. <laughs> Would you say that? For thinkers. It's a thinking man's reality show. Amazing Race like wins Emmys. You know what I mean? So like not Didn't all... think about that. Yeah, well, highbrow. I should be thinking more. So I thought to myself, who out of my friends has never... Would be like the perfect person to just expose to the Vanderpump rules. And then I thought, of course, Ed Drosty is the, is the one. And boy, was I just fucking exposed. <laughs> How are you feeling after watching your very first like episode? I feel I just put my face against a goddamn cheese grater and like ground it up. It was hard. You're really unsoothed by the whole thing. First off, it was really difficult to pay attention to the non-plot when there was so much visual. There was a visual attack. It was like a terrorist attack of visuals on me. <laughs> Primarily outfits and interiors. You were really unsoothed by the outfits. I kept a running list of every time you like reacted to an outfit. So I'd like <sighs> to just kick this episode off by going down the list of these It was these too much. And- I couldn't even care about what they were talking about because I was so <laughs> distracted by like the onslaught of hell that they were wearing. <laughs> so... Here's Ed's fashion reactions. Tom Sandoval's capri pants. I had to ask you, is it are those capri pants and why? <laughs> we never came up with an answer. No. Um, Lisa's pussy blow. Pussy bow. Blouse. Pussy bow. I immediately thought of Melania. <laughs> it was like a weird Melania look. It feels like her ode to her. I don't think so because this was filmed long before that. Oh, it takes that long to edit this shit? Well, this is like filmed over the summer. So when did like the pussy bow thing happen? I don't know. Well, that's even more scary. That means they're just both, they just love pussy bows. Tom Schwartz's fish moo moo. For me, that was the chicest outfit of the entire episode. <laughs> you to said be completely that. fucking honest. It looked like something that you might have worn. Yeah, I'd wear that. Yeah. It was like a fashion. It was a real fashion. It's not even fashion. Moment. It's just like finally... A non like horrifying like like trashy like Ed Hardy like shit show. It was just sort of like just like a weird memo, and I was like, "That's finally something that I can deal with." Um, Katie's necklace. 
There were so many necklaces, and I don't even remember which one Katie is. That was like is. the chainmail-ish one. Real choker. <laughs> a real choker. They really love chokers. They're trapped in They love a choker on the show. I don't know what... That, in, that lounge that they all have their signature cocktails in, and they confet their confessional room, which looks like some sort of like shitty off-Broadway remake of like interview with a vampire or something from like 1992 <laughs> i don't know what it is like some sort of crappy boudoir like hell i don't know i don't know it's sir but they do each have their own signature cocktail which i noted i didn't tell you this in the moment because i just wanted to get your like organic reaction all of those are just like fake they're like water with food coloring of course yeah you know that's just for the show um jack's blue jacket <laughs> <laughs> god <laughs> Just when I was like, maybe he's chill. And then it like cut to him in like that shitty blue jacket with like five buttons down, like open. And I was just like, who? First of all, these people are horrible. <laughs> and if you're listening, and I think you all are listening because you're all crazy narcissists, y'all fucking suck. <laughs> <laughs> you couldn't find like a good one that you actually like enjoyed. No, I tried really hard. You did try hard. I had a moment with. The blonde one that was like, Ariana. maybe she's chill. But then ultimately it was like, you also just seem kind of tedious to me. Um, Sandoval's hair was another fashion Ugh, God. trigger Went for Went from man bun to down like emo, blonde streak. I don't know. Um, Katie's one black nail. Yo, what the fuck was that about? That's like a manicure thing that women do sometimes. You've never seen that before where women, like a woman just paints one nail a different color. I mean, I guess I've seen it, but I don't really see the point of it. Mm-hmm. If you know what I mean by seeing. Fair. Um, Katie's tiara headband, the like gold headband that she wore. That was her like crappy Game of Thrones moment. <laughs> Moving on. Tom Schwartz's sunglasses at night. That's always been a trigger for me from early age. I hate people that wear sunglasses at night. Why? Because it's literally pointless. James Kennedy's hair. I don't even remember who James Kennedy is. He's the DJ. He's the white Kanye West. Oh, right. <laughs> How could his you hair. And then the closer I looked, his eyes, I was like, Ooh, which way are you looking? Because <laughs> <laughs> he's kind of cross-eyed, we both discovered in this episode. I w- he's like a little bit cross-eyed, but... All- like, just enough where you'd be like, are you cross Honestly, I feel like he'd be a really good extra in Trolls, the movie. <laughs> um, Stassi's pink dress. Gross and gross. <laughs> it was just gross. And then, yeah, that was it. You had 12 distinct moments in this episode <laughs> where you were like, uh, 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 and like, so I just felt it necessary to like make a note of those and then make you relive those moments for the listeners. <laughs> 12 12 one for a month <laughs> make a calendar make of my calendar least favorite look of the least favorite looks and then give it to you for christmas for next year so you can just like revisit them 12 over days of christmas mm-hmm. i see a recurring theme here so let's start kind of at the beginning and then what i do on this podcast is i i, I know that you've never listened to it no. <laughs> <laughs> i follow and like <laughs> You show your support in other ways, yeah. just not by listening. <laughs> There's nothing for you there, really. I don't know. Or maybe there is. Give it a shot. Listen to this one. Will Give you? Trump a chance. Will you listen? It's just, it's just started. <laughs> Will you listen to this episode? 
I think actually probably not because I already <laughs> already said it. You know, I know what I said. I'll probably listen to a future one or something. So no, no, <laughs> that's okay. I'm glad we're. I'm glad you're being honest. I'm being. I just real. care about honesty. That's my number one priority. It's like I don't need to listen to myself rehash a show that I hate. Just thought maybe you'd want to listen to me more than you, but but I'm listening to you right now. Mm. Okay, so this episode kicked <laughs> off with Stassi getting ready for New Orleans, which featured another trigger oh, for you. Her closet. <laughs> What's going on? There was like 12 pillows stuffed at the bottom. I'm just distracted by all the background details because the characters are so disgusting as they are that I couldn't help but focus on their environments that they live in. So her closet was like packed to the brim. There was like a fan next to a pillow like touching. I don't know. There were a lot of pillows just shoved in at the bottom. And I was like unclear so much white she lived in a very white apartment yeah white and like some like light blues a little bit it makes sense for the show considering how white it is <laughs> and then another closet that triggered you was Jax's closet Jax is that like the one comedic moment of the episode it was such a non-law where he's like bah, bah, pulling out my suitcase <laughs> and I was like is that as funny as they get because this fucking sucks <laughs> Like, literally, that's their law. That's their law. That's Jax's law. Like, he's like, nailed that one. Yeah. It was like a, it's like a physical comedy moment for him. <laughs> Came and went. Didn't get you. Didn't get me. It just, just seemed like he was abusing the woodwork in his house. Um. Yeah, it did seem abusive to the woodwork. I mean, you're going to, like, it'll probably dent the wood and, like, he probably won't notice, but I would. You kind of were dropped into this with no context of, like, what's happening. But I filled you in on the background, which is, like, they're packing for Katie's bachelorette party in New Orleans. And then Stassi, like, starts to have one of many breakdowns throughout the episode where she just is, like, cannot get over her breakup with her ex-boyfriend, Patrick, and just starts to, like, this talk about the relationship. This whole show is just, like, a giant breakdown. Like, everyone's breaking down constantly. Yeah. It's exhausting. Mm-hmm. And it's really boring to watch. Really? For me, it's like the most exciting thing. But what makes it so boring for you? Because they don't seem real. It's all just like crappy breakdowns. And it's like the person that you see like across the mall breaking down. You're like, but this is their reality. This is real for them. I mean, I guess they do comment on Instagram posts and seem to care. So (laughs) yeah, this is their (laughs) real drama that they deal with. Those are real tears then. Yeah, that's like that's the real deal. It's just so hard to give a shit about any of them. Why, though, for you? Because they don't seem like they have even a shred of intelligence. Or, like, why would you feel sympathetic for, like, Kellyanne Conway? Sort of the same thing. Interesting. (laughs) You feel bad for them? I don't feel bad for them. Like, I, but I always say, like, no one who watches this show is watching it like aspirationally. Like no I one. I think there are people that do. Though. I don't. I mean, uh, TBD. Can't name any names, but <laughs> <laughs> I think there are some people that watch it with aspiration. I mean, I guess to you're get right. in on the reality world. I guess you're right, and like, but for me, and like for most of the people that I talk to about the show, that like also are huge fans of it and love this show in this world, it's like. You watch it because these people's lives are shit shows and kind of make you feel better about your own life. So you watch it and you're like, you're like, oh, well, thank God that I'm not like. But the thing is, I feel like those people that we just saw are all over this country inhabiting gross spaces everywhere. Yeah. I mean, it does. It is representative of like a 
contingency of American culture that so in a way it's actually sort of just depressing yeah you got you got depressed from this you felt like I just felt like now I understand why Trump won (laughs) did this give you a glimpse into the other side I mean I've always known that the side permeates and exists everywhere you know I watched real world back in the day I guess that's about as close as I got to this oh twist but then once they got started repeating cities I was like cheater (laughs) No more for you. I wanted them to. I wanted them to take the real world to like, like a iPhone company in rural China and see them really cry. Oh, that would have been just have them do manual horrible labor and not know the language and like have to do like shit work. You're just looking for more wokeness and woke like casting behavior in these types of shows. And I mean, I'm here to tell you that that's not you came happen. to the wrong place. <laughs> No, I'm just remembering like the arc of the real world, like the first season. Do you remember how everyone was like actually like pretty intelligent? Yeah. And then like slowly but surely it just got trashier and trashier. Because and I, I feel like the that, final result is this. Yeah, there's nothing like people realize that easy entertainment is like get people really drunk and make them have drama with each other. And that always like satisfies. Except for how many times do you have to watch like trashy white people fuck and get drunk? I don't know. I mean, some people just never get enough of it. Like us, me. (laughs) (laughs) But I love like, I love watching people like use drugs and drink alcohol on television. I can vouch for that. Yeah. It's like Mm -hmm. a favorite of mine. Like Intervention is one of my favorite shows of all time. Dark. I know. It's too dark. Animal Hoarders was too much for me. Yeah. I don't, I don't fuck with Animal Hoarders. Is that even on still? I think so. I mean, there's like some version of Hoarders on, but like I'm mostly like just like addicts and drunk and like messes on Mm. reality TV. It's like a favorite passion. It's weird that these people live like around the corner. They live like in the neighborhood. It's scary. I feel unsafe. I really want to know who they voted for. It would be they don't truly really illuminating. They don't say. Like, but if I were to cast I will tell the gas, okay. I would say none of them voted. Like, they don't give a shit. Yeah, Stasi didn't vote. Clearly. She was crying. She, <laughs> she actually recently tweeted about like Melania Trump looking so chic and like slaying the inauguration. And oh then Kristen God. called her out on oh. Twitter and was like, what the actual fuck? <gasps> And Kristen's like, being woke? Kristen Wait, was which like one's Kristen? Woke. The tall brunette. You, we didn't get to see a lot of Did her she in this episode. Fuck Jack. She fucked Jax at one point, but no one really spoke that's about what it. That's you about. Yeah, we barely saw her. But we barely not saw her. The one that's hor- horrible and getting married is Katie. Katie. You know who made a huge impression on me? Who? Gigi. <laughs> <laughs> that's a twist. Why did you like Gigi so because much? Because suddenly we're taken out of the shitstorm of the real cast and there's this really flat liner sideline like kind of plot going on about drunk british guy and like his dj needs but then gg i was just like this who's gg and you kind of clear filled me in and i was like the fact that they're even trying to make this a plot line made me remember gg yeah oh so it worked it worked because i was like finally a relief from like the tears and screaming and like like daiquiri shots and like sucker pop rings and just shit and then i was like there's Gigi." you live for Gigi in this episode to be honest if i had to pick a winner it'd be Gigi. that's the biggest twist of the night for me well because she just sort of stayed out of the fray yeah but she was in the fray like just two episodes ago very much i probably would have hated her then yeah but i'm glad to see that like all her hard work has paid off well Gigi, if you're listening 
That's won this you. episode. Um, something that shocked us both was that Sheena had a pool party in her hometown of Azusa. I was just worried about Sheena's mom not having windows and natural light. In like, her house? I didn't did even Did you not that. catch the front of the house? <laughs> no. It was like a minuscule portal out. It was like a compound. It was just like a sheet rock covered with fake stucco. I don't know what was happening. Yeah, I don't know. I didn't. I just like kind of must have blacked that out. Tequila Katie is back in a real way. <sighs> I couldn't decide who was more annoying with their crying. Tequila Katie or Stassi. Stassi. It's a lot of whining. So much whining. And you know what? I'm down for a wine. You love a wine. Yeah, I love a wine. This should be called Much Ado About Nothing. There was a lot of nothingness in this episode. But isn't there always nothingness? Isn't that the sort of the point of like... No, sometimes like a lot of shit goes down or like there will be episodes where like more is happening than Like I knew this episode needed filler when we had a hot cut to Lisa and her mini ponies. And while she sat on that fucking swing with fake flowers i was literally like you are a human yankee candle this episode was like i think setting up the next one where all the fighting goes down over katie's bachelorette party and leads up to like tom schwartz being like that's it i'm not marrying her which was like three weeks before the wedding exactly what a bride wants to hear yes shay's already getting divorced i know that was like another rich irony like arc of this episode was that sheena and shay are celebrating their second wedding anniversary and i like will say i appreciated dinner. the pre-bloat post-bloat flashback moment so it gave a little perspective to a newbie about what shay used to look like when you saw shay this episode you said out loud he's the hottest guy on here well explain. i oscillated a lot though yourself. i changed back and forth from schwartz to shay to, to shay and also like in the opening credits i had a momentary really problematic moment where i thought the british guy was cute but only in his like headshot moment yeah and i saw him like morph into like a scary creature i don't actually really think any of them are doing anything at all for me in any way but if you had to like fuck one of the guys on the show it's a toss-up between schwartz and shay love that Wait, also, we were both, like, grossed out when they started eating in the pool at Sheena's, at she, not birthday, but bachelorette party. I hate an eating in pool moment. It reminds me of Vegas. These people are all kind of Vegas people. Yeah, I mean, duh. The way that they, like, conduct their lives on a day-to-day basis is, like, as though they are in Vegas, even though they're not in Vegas. Yeah, I don't even know why they bothered setting this in L.A., because they should have just set it in Vegas. Are all these people super... I don't have Twitter, but are all these people super active on Twitter? They're super active on Twitter. Yeah, they have like huge social media following. The parallels between this show and the Trump administration is so crystal clear to me. They get their messages across via Twitter. They're trash. Katie gets other people to do her jobs for him, just like Trump sending out Spicer sending out other people to spew lies it's a real parallel i like this parallel but i want to like deep dive into it fine take a dive who is donald trump that's hard i think maybe katie who's kellyanne conway i'm gonna go with schwartz schwartz wow okay wait who else do we have to say so sean spicer sean spicer is definitely jacks who's ivanka then well I guess Stassi, oh, but yeah. not really because Ivanka's like so icy. Okay, so then who would Ivanka be? Maybe Ariana? I don't think there is an Ivanka because Ivanka's too restrained. Yeah, she is restrained. Ivanka is literally, she's one of the ponies. Who else is there to like talk about? Jeff Sessions? Maybe 
Britney? No, Britney's kind of more of a pence because there's been some storylines with her and her mom where they've been like really homophobic about Jax's past sexual like exploits. Wait, Jax did buy? Um, there's like rumors and basically, yeah, he like hooked up with a dude when he lived in Miami. He was like a young model. Wait. <laughs> <laughs> Are you excited Wait, by that? Stop. No, I don't even give a shit about his sexual past. He was a young model. Yeah, he was like a model. They're what? all they've all <laughs> they've all For been models. Catalog? Yeah. Yankee Candle catalog? Maybe. I wanna know. They all have been models at one point or another. And like models is like very loosely. I mean like really? any model in LA is like, can you even call that model? I once wore a t shirt for a Unico campaign. Does that make me a model? Yes. Oh, okay, cool. You're a model. Model musician. <laughs> Love it. Can I pivot for a moment and talk about the emotional dinner that Shay and Sheena had? Yeah, I would love to talk about that. Because it was an empty restaurant. I'm just always looking at the interiors that they decide to choose. Yeah, that's like a classic Vanderpump move, though. Just buy out the restaurant and film alone. I think so, because it's like hard to film when people are there. And also, I feel like they always make them go to dinners at like... 5 p.m. or like 4:45, so that it's like there's not a lot of people. It's easier. To I was get like, sound. there's nobody here, and I already knew that they were getting divorced. And I just the whole time was like looking at the fillers in her face. Sheena gave Shay a book of her own modeling. Oh, the I boudoir. did. That's what I really wanted. To, I forgot about that. Yeah, that's the power move that was... of the episode. Which I'm, you know me, I'm always down for like a modeling moment. <laughs> I want to know who the photographer was. Those shots, I wish we'd had like some BTS footage of her doing this because I feel like that, that came been out of way more nowhere. entertaining. I know it was like a missed opportunity because she, I gasped when he opened that thing, and but I, was I just immediately like, recognized that they didn't use a studio because I saw that fucking live, laugh, love sign over that hideous headboard, <laughs> and I knew that they were back at their crappy apartment. Can we talk about the twist that it was all black and white except for the final one was? Full color. I think that that's hot that and artistic. Yeah. Okay. I think it's like a pop at the end. Shay loved it. And then he just like whisper talked to her for the I rest couldn't of the I couldn't understand meal. him. He was like, it was like his last ghostly recognition of their relationship before they basically decide to call it quits. When did they call it quits? The news broke that they were getting divorced right before this season aired. He went missing and then cleaned oh. out their entire her entire checking account. That's a power move. I know. To be honest. If we're going to talk about power moves, I don't really think... <laughs> He's like, I see your boudoir book and I raise you a cleaned out checking account. Your move, Sheena. <laughs> She's like, where's the live, laugh, love cut out? <laughs> He's like, like, I took, took it. it. <laughs> Sold it on eBay. To be honest, that's the true power move. Not that little boudoir photo album. That's true. Way to go, Shay. <laughs> <laughs> He's single now, which means... It looks know. like I've got a man in my life. Um, The whole gang finally packs up all their shit and goes to New Orleans for the Bachelor or Bachelorette so party. So much shit they have. And then Stassi decides to take them around and show them her version, the secret New Orleans that no one knows. Bourbon, Bourbon Street. Street. <laughs> That's like, why I was like, you're not really from here, are you? Yeah, but then I guess she is. But then also it's like, well, at least this is a locale where these booze hounds will just like liquor up and start to get interesting again. But it wasn't that interesting. It's just more tears in like an empty bar. How did they find the one empty bar on Bourbon Street? When they're walking on Bourbon Street, I had two favorites that happened. One was Jack spinning that jello shot into Britney's mouth. I caught that yeah. and thought it was disgusting. <laughs> it was really sexual and I liked it. 
And then another great thing that happened on Bourbon Street was someone threw beads and hit Katie in the face with them. I was just in New Orleans this past weekend. I know. So You were in the bar that they went to. I was in Pat O'Brien's literally on Friday night for an engagement party. Let's just talk about the troubling parallels there. There's so many troubling parallels. What does that make you think about yourself when you're like, I am just lived my life without even thinking about their life and I chose the same bar they did? Makes me wonder a little bit about you. No, I wonder about myself a lot. But I have lots of parallels in my life that end up weirdly paralleling their life. <laughs> like, Kristen and I have the same bathrobe, I realized. Oh. Which is a scary thing. I completely forgot who Kristen was. <laughs> She's the tall brunette one that we didn't really see a lot of. That fucked Jax a long time ago? Yeah, yeah. Okay, got it. Um, and she, the one you that liked called her boyfriend. Out. You were like, ooh, who's that? When her boyfriend Carter came on. Did he has I? like a beard. Yeah. Oh yeah. Okay. Maybe. You had a little, you had a little mini boner moment for him. Not, I'm fully like inserted inside my body right now. <laughs> Trust. But yeah, I mean, I acknowledge the parallels and I see them and I take it into account and then I release them. Mm. If that makes sense. Let's talk about what happened at Pat O'Brien's though, because Katie and Tom got into another fight. Did you go to that courtyard where they were all crying in? Yeah, I went to the courtyard, was but it, it was. Was like it very... that empty when you were there? No, it was fuller. It was pretty crowded when I was there. And I was there actually for my friend's engagement party. So it's like, that's another like, parallel. weird parallel. Yeah. Jesus fucking Christ. Um, but it was more crowded and like the mood was more joyful. Like I wasn't walking around to people crying and telling couples not to be coupley in front of me. And like Saucy. demanding apologies from like my exes. Like I wasn't doing that. And like no one was crying. Like everyone was really happy, which I think is how things should be when you're like celebrating an engagement and going through yeah. all the steps leading up to your eventual marriage. Um, so basically, like while they're at the engagement party, Tom Sandoval starts talking to Katie and at, and telling her like you need therapy basically or like you guys you and Tom should like just go to therapy that was actually a sensible issues. moment I'll go fund me a therapy session for her <laughs> <laughs> I'll pay for it <laughs> really I will publicly pay for my choice of therapist <laughs> one session for Katie whatever her last name it is I will not pay for any plastic surgery for her but I will pay for one singular session with a therapist of my choice wow that's really generous of i know you. i wonder if she'll take me up on it i know well hey, katie cat katie if you hear this and you're listening she is just like tweet at <laughs> us and we'll get this we'll, we'll get, get this, this ball deal rolling. started yeah because yeah, it's official now i'm never gonna watch your show again but i'll try to help you out for two seconds <laughs> i love that yeah you're a kind soul you know what else i offer to whichever cast member accepts it what a gift certificate for twenty dollars to the yankee candle company $20? Give them $20 to make their place smell as ugly as it looks. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so so far you've offered two deals. I'm into deals. You're into deals. But deals, deals, deals. Okay, what? It's how to spice it up. Preferably, I would like Sheena to accept the Yankee Candle offer because I find her apartment the ugliest, but I will give it to anyone. Okay, so but they, well, how do they get, how do they like get? They do it via you. They do it via me? Mm -hmm. Okay, so they have to at me. Yeah, because I'm not getting on Twitter and engaging with them. Okay, but they can at me on Twitter and Instagram mm -hmm. and say... You screen cap it, send it to me, and we'll get the wheels in motion. Okay, I love that. Mm -hmm. Okay, so yeah, any cast member from the show that's looking for a gift certificate, $20. I get to... Just, you know what? I'm changing the deal. No, you can't. I get to pick the scent. Okay. A so, $20 candle. 
of my choice. I don't even know if Yankee makes candles that are twenty dollars. They're oddly like way expensive. They're more than twenty dollars at Yankee Candle. I bought a Yankee candle to troll my boyfriend and it was forty four dollars. If you just pony up twenty more bucks, you can get like a nice candle. Yeah, you can get like a diptyque. But this is your deal. This is your right. deal. I'm Fuck. just trying to like clarify. All right, I'll get a scented candle of my choice. We'll see what the cost is. <laughs> okay, so you have to at me, yeah, you gotta Lars Marie, uh, yeah. and then you say, I'm going to collect on the Edros to Yankee Candle deal. Yeah, and we'll see. And if, all, and if all of you want it, then you each have to make an argument for why you deserve it the most. And then Ed will decide. And I'll decide. You love being in the power seat. With When it comes to... Ugly interiors and horrible smells. I sure do. <laughs> that sounds like a really good deal. And I hope someone takes you up on Me that. Me too. It could be Gigi. <laughs> it could be Gigi. To be honest. Could it be any... It doesn't have to be like necessarily just if you're... Appeared... It has to be someone that I saw tonight. Okay. So like if it's some weird character I've never seen before, that's like, that's not fair to me. I like all these deals you're making. I know. Should I make another one up? Yes. Make another deal. I will... Hmm. Fuck. Let me think of a good one. I will drive one member of Vanderpump Rules blindfolded for three hours and leave them in the middle of nowhere (laughs) with a peanut butter and jelly sandwich and one bottle of water. And let's see if they can get back. And what do they have to do to pick up, get this great deal? They just got to contact you. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. And then you could, if you wanted to, you could film and it could be kind of like more like my style of reality TV where it's like Survivor like it's like lost, like you know. The so original. we can make like our own little yeah, mini you reality. Could film them. We can make... It could be a new spinoff, Vanderpump Rules: How to Get Back to LA, and I'll just drive them into the middle of fucking nowhere. You can go and have your phone and like compass and shit, but you can just watch them. You'll have all the ingredients that you need. This sounds like a, a another great deal. I know it's a I'm great super... deal. So this is also like it's our also chance. a way for you guys to show that you have that you're survivors. Yeah, and it's also a way to make more content which I love. I know. So, okay. So the deal is that if you tweet at me and say, I want to go on an adventure. I want, I want to, I want to prove my survivor abilities. Then, Lara. Then we will arrange for Ed Drosty to pick you. We will drive you, pick you up in with Lara, Lara and her camera and Mike, you're going to be blindfolded. So you don't know where you are. And I'll drive three to five hours, depending on, depending on how sassy I'm feeling that day. <laughs> Then I'll leave both of you off if you want, because it seems like you like content, so you want to film it. And then for as, how long it takes, all you guys, one PB&J and one bottle of water, so we better figure out how to get home. <laughs> and no money, no wallet, nothing. Do I? But I can You be... can do whatever you want, but you've got to struggle with them. That's like... So wait, this is a deal that includes me having to struggle. Well, I mean, you can bring chic food, but you can't be like, I'm tired, let's just take a bus, I'll pay. Well, can we then drop them off and then you and I just film them while, like, we follow them in the car while they try and, like, No, it's, like, rural. I'm going off-road on this one, baby. (laughs) (laughs) So you're just going to be, like, the conduit that gets them from point A to point B. Yeah, I'll pay for the gas money and take my time out of my day. Okay. I love that. That's a great deal. It's a great deal. That's a great deal. What are more deals? I need another deal. So Hmm. right now we have three great deals. For hmm. anyone on the cast of Vanderpump Rules to capitalize on. And you've agreed. I've agreed. Yeah. My word. We have it word on is, air. It's, it's here. We've recorded the agreement. Give me another deal. 
It's too generous of me to give a therapy session. No, but you already said it. I did it. But it's only for Katie. For, and it's only one. It's only one. And you get to choose the therapist. And I get to choose the therapist. Yeah. So it's okay. It's a nice deal. Mm-hmm. Um, what's another deal? Gosh. <laughs> what other deals can we think of? I just love you thinking of deals. Deals so much more fun than watching you the show. What, you know what's like really important to me is to provide an opportunity to give back to them. And so you are... The person I never thought I would want to help them, but it's kind of fun because I just, I need to like somehow get like have some sort of personal stake in this game. Yeah. Because otherwise I'll just leave and never give a shit again. Yeah. So hopefully these deals happen. So they'll have a a reason to remember these people. Will you keep in touch then? Like if Katie takes you up on the therapy, will you do, can you have part of the deal where you guys talk about it afterwards? Mm, I don't really that doesn't sound super interesting to me but (laughs) if you want to take that role go for it I'll pass but thanks for the offer no deal no deal there no deal there deals off well the deals the whole deal isn't off the therapy deal is still but I'm not gonna I don't want to neither of us are gonna want to follow up I think she should consider just following up with her therapist yeah so three great deals three deals (laughs) prove your might I'm assuming that one of those overly like ridiculous posturing hetero bros might take up the survivor one to show that they really are as tough and strong as they are. No booze on that though. Just some water and PB and J. Well, they could like finagle boot. Like they could probably like convince someone that they meet on their journey. You're allowed to beg people. Yeah. Yeah. That's part of the survivor. You can beg people. You can be like, don't you recognize me? But hopefully where we go, no one recognizes them. I have a feeling you're going to take them to Azusa. Hell no. I'm taking them into the middle fucking nowhere maybe somewhere really cold too where they shiver three to five hours yeah i could take them to like rural like mammoth ski area and like drop them off on the side of a mountain with you filming and just be like peace i love See what that happens. it's kind of like a bear grills and you got to get back to la with yeah no money nothing no phone all you've got is your star power to beg people or your physical might you could walk it this is great. The other deal is me picking a beautiful scented candle based off your personality. You also have to campaign for the candle if you multiple people want it. <laughs> but if only one person wants it, I'll pick the scent that I think best represents you. Okay, because wait, so all the candle of you deal are has changed. Heavily represented in a Yankee candle company store. So wait, it's any it's, but it's specifically a Yankee. It's got to be Yankee. Okay, cool. The worst, o- the worst odors in the world, it has to be. Okay. I just wanted to clarify that it would like And then the to. only truly like generous one is trying to help Tequila Katie snap out of it with a real therapist. I love it. I think that there's a lot here to think about. You know what else? One more deal. What? <laughs> one more. I've got another deal. Oh, my God. <laughs> I've got <laughs> another deal. Holy shit. And this is for the guy what with the man the- bun. Okay, yeah, Tom I'll Schwartz. I'll shave your fucking head for you. That's free of charge. That's a serious deal? I'll do it free of charge. So all he has to do is tweet at me, and mm-hmm. you will shave his head personally. I will shave his head personally. Wow. And do him a favor. Tom frankly. Schwartz, if you're looking for a head shave. What's the other Tom's last name? No, we fucked up. That's not Tom Schwartz. It's the one with the streak in his hair and the long hair. Tom Sandoval. God what the fuck? It. That was your fault. That was my fault. Fuck. Sorry. God. Uh, 
I'm like, do I even know this show? I don't I know. Sweating. I know. I got nervous because I was like, I think Schwartz is not the one we're talking. You know about. more than I do. Yeah, now. I guess so. <laughs> the student, That's a pretty good deal. The student free becomes buzz cut the for master. Me? A student did become the master. A free buzz cut from Ed Rossi for Tom Sandoval. Yeah. Should he want to take him up on that offer, he needs to tweet at me. Yep. Or contact me. The via only Instagram. way to redeem any of these deals is via Lara. <laughs> So, you there's really, four good deals here. Really good deals. To be completely honest, if I was Katie, I'd take that up in a heartbeat. Free therapy? Therapy is not cheap. No. Well, I'm in therapy. We'll see which one I pick. <laughs> I'm in affor- You get what you I'm deserve, also, Katie. I'm also in affordable therapy, but, I, you know, it can run the gamut of expenses. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Deals are That's so a great fun. Deal. Deals are really fun. You're a good deal maker. I know. This should be our new. I want another deal. I guess five would really round it out. Five huh? is a good number. Hmm. That allows a lot of opportunities for people to take advantage of the deals. It's true. Although some are specific to people like Katie yeah. therapy only. Yeah. And Tom Sandoval buzz cut only. Yeah. I feel like I need to come up with one last deal as like a final hurrah and send off for this joyous moment. Mm-hmm. One last deal would really round this out. Oh, God, I agree one last with you deal. on that. Fuck. Hmm. Hmm. My final deal. Here it is. Is my own personalized artistic take on live, laugh, love for you to ha- any one of you to hang in your ugly apartment. What, so clarify. I will make a live, laugh, love poster or sign or maybe out of wood, depending on how ambitious I feel for any member of the cast for you to hang up in apartment wow signed i'll add that <laughs> i'll throw it in i'm gonna this, throw in my signature this is huge because this is art it's art this I'm is art giving art which you could eBay for free for thousands but i you can't resell it or i'll sue you <laughs> <laughs> that's just the deal it's a really good deal that's the deal take and to be it. honest again if there's multiple takers you've got to campaign hard and you got to talk to lara yeah you have to not, campaign for me not directly me, not anyone and say else why. No other podcast, no other people that you might you might know. You got to go through Lara to get the you, deal. If you want the deals, five deals. This you is count great. them: therapy, Yankee Candle, Buzz Cut, getting driven into the middle of nowhere to prove your might, and the last but not least is a live, laugh, love poster slash maybe wooden sign that I create myself. With perhaps a little help from my boyfriend, Simon, who's a little more artistic than I am. <laughs> you're going to outsource that deal straight to Simon. And just, then you're just going to sign it at the end when he's done. No one will really know because I'm not on camera all the time. <laughs> I really hope someone takes these deals up. I hope someone takes up the deal. Sandoval, trust me, you look so much better with a shaved head. You might have been my pick Sandoval if your hair might, wasn't so disgusting. He might take you up on the on the shaved head deal. He's always changing up his hairstyle. I want like shaved though, like like Mr. Clean. I actually don't think that's the look for him, but I think within three weeks he'll look good with like a three quarters inch kind of situation. That's the deal. That's the deal. You deal with it. Either, deal with the deal. Yeah. You either take it or leave it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, thank you so much for being here tonight. I didn't realize I was going to be in such a giving mood. I didn't know <laughs> either, but you're really like the most generous person I know. Am I the most generous? guest on the podcast you're the ever. most generous guest that's ever come on sexy unique podcast <laughs> well you give not only of yourself yeah 
You give your time. You give your money. You give your insight. You give your creative energies. I'm really hoping someone decides to prove their might. The great thing about the Survivor win is that anyone anyone can can do do it. it. Again, campaign if you want to battle for it. Yeah, battle it out. Battle it out on Instagram. The Sandoval and the Katie ones. Yeah. Those are special deals. Yeah. Two special deals. For two special people. (laughs) Yeah. Totally. Well, it's been it's been a real journey. Thank you. But we've reached the end. Thank you. (laughs) (laughs) So I'm gonna release you. Starving. (laughs) I've been hungry this whole damn time. (laughs) Well, thank you. Thank you. And good night. Good night. ACAST powers the world's best podcasts. Here's a show that we recommend. This is Roundabout Season 2, and we're back to share more stories from the road and the memories made along the way. We're talking rest stops. If we're stopping to get gas, you will be timed. <laughs> <laughs> you will be right Misguided plans. I grew up in the city, so I have like... You know, a healthy fear of real extreme darkness. <laughs> this was like wilderness. A lot of laughs. Y'all weird, but you, <laughs> yeah, you, you were different. Like, you were real different, bro. I can't really put my finger on it. And so much more. Just goes to show that unexpected yeah. things sometimes are the best when it comes to a road trip. Roundabout Season 2, presented by Nissan, is live now with new episodes rolling out every Thursday. Listen and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. ACAST helps creators launch, grow, and monetize their podcasts everywhere. ACAST.com.